the way to open up the school. I'm going to take it on the road someday. <laughs> We're going to be discovered. I'm just telling you. We can go on for hours like that in the morning. Just hours. All right. So let's get started with this. I said welcome. So if you're visiting tonight, our ushers, our beautiful ushers, are going to come down front. They have some material for you, Mrs. Bean, Mrs. Hartel. And if you'll look, notice your ushers. Over here on this side, we have Mrs. Anya, who is our junior high, senior high teacher. I'll yell for you because I don't know how many kindergartners are here. We have Mrs. Hartel, who is our kindergarten teacher. Mrs. Bean is our preppy kindergarten teacher. Mrs. Lutz is our first grade teacher. And then the rest of the ladies, you better run down front so I can introduce you real quick. Come on. All right. Over here, we have Mrs. Edwards, who is our third and fourth grade teacher. Mrs. Aleman is our fifth and sixth grade teacher. Mrs. Jacob is our second grade teacher. And on the front row, we have Mrs. Leonardville, who is our one and only most perfect substitute teacher. Is that all the teachers? It is all the teachers, right? Oh, and Mrs. Land, who runs the show with all your little... Woo! Pastor Steve's the principal. Who else? who else do I got? Pastor Becca does chapel. Pastor Moses does our music. Pastor Dave does the junior high, high school. Chapel. Miss Ashley helps me type letters. Yeah. Mr. Ventura cleans the toilet. Yeah, Mr. Ventura. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, now go hand out if you're a visitor. Raise your hand if you would like to fill out some information and get some free cookies. They're going to rush back, do that, and then they're going to come right back up, and we are going to receive the tithes and offerings at this time. Just tithes and offerings. So if you're a visitor, don't worry about it. This is just for home folk, giving you a chance to give later on tonight before we go have nachos. We're going to take a special offering for the school and for the nachos. So then you don't have to worry about it, all right? All right. Lord, we thank you for tonight, for bringing us here. God, I'm so thankful that we are able to still to gather together and to praise you, to worship you, and to fellowship. I just ask that you be in control tonight, just that your spirit would move and let us have a great evening and let us have a great night enjoying nachos. In your name I pray, amen. So we're not going to go ahead, we're not going to have the regular worship team come up right now, but a real treat. This year we have students, several students who have taken lessons and are taking lessons from Pastor Moses, and they are going to do a couple songs of worship for us tonight. So will the La Palma Christian School Worship Band please come to the stage?
You guys ready for this? Brent, she's on the pad channel. I didn't tell you that. FYI. <laughs>
Savior of my soul. Come on, Elijah, give me a nice little beat there. And forever and ever I'll give. Come on, put your hands up. Come on, drop the beat, Elijah. Drop the beat, Elijah. Come on, sing Jesus. Jesus, you are the Savior of my soul. Hey, 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 hey. And forever and ever I'll give my praises. Come on, sing it one more time. Sing Jesus. Hey, Jesus, you are the Savior of my soul. impromptu at them and they handled it very well <laughs> you guys did good aren't they awesome some of them been taking lessons for two years some of them for one year I mean Daisy just started a couple months ago and she's already playing songs so awesome all right how he loves Oh, 
worship one more time. Come on and just lift up your worship. Go ahead and lift up your hands if you feel free tonight. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Oh, how he loves us. 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 How he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. We are his portion. We are his portion. The key is our prize. Draw to redemption. The grace in his eyes. The grace. just feel God's love hugging you and embracing you tonight. God loves us with an everlasting love. The Bible says that for God so loved the world, and that's you and me, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life. Father, we thank you for your love, oh God. Father, we thank you that your love compelled you to the cross. Father, we thank you. We never forget how, how much you love us, God. And how much you desire the best for us. Father, we just worship you tonight. And we give you all the praise and all the glory. Amen. 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 Let's do one more song tonight. We're going to do, should we do a rotation? All right, give it up one more time for the LPCS worship team. 
thankful tonight for the grace of God. Hallelujah. I want you to clap your hands and I want you to give God praise in this place. The grace of God, the mercy of God. Hallelujah. Come on everybody, clap your hands tonight in praise. Worship the Lord with us tonight. The grace of God. amazing. It's amazing to see the grace of God in action with our, with our students here. I love what I'm seeing here. You can be seated. Thank you, Pastor Moses and musicians and team. And thank you again, La Palma Christian School musicians and band. That was just awesome. Really, really awesome. And um, I have a, a word that I'm going to share with you tonight in just a few minutes, but it's going to get better even yet. We have a drama team, and um, Mrs. Linnerville, Karen Linnerville, is one of our elders' uh, wives, uh, and uh, she has really come in at the just a perfect time uh, situation for us. Mrs. Alleman was on maternity leave, and we needed someone that could come in and, and really just, just help us with these students, and I, I'll tell you what, Mrs. Linnerville. You were a breath of fresh air, and you were a godsend to the school. You really were. And um, I can't say how, how, how thankful, I can't say it enough how thankful we are for you. And uh, the students just loved her, and, and rightly so. So I want you to come, Mrs. Linnerville, and uh, the drama team, La Palma Drama. <laughs> Way back in the Bible, the Hebrew language says that we were taught that we could praise the Lord in seven ways. Seven great expressions, seven different flows, seven ways to worship God, and this is how it goes. Yeah. 
Fun, so everyone rejoice before the Lord. Said, 
Come on, give it up for La Palma drama. Oh, I saw teachers move in a way that I've never seen teachers move before. <laughs> oh, that's so good. We like to get a little bit crazy around here. If you have not noticed, we get a little bit crazy at school time, and we believe in getting just a little bit crazy at church time. God's just been too good to me for me to sit there quietly. I'm going to praise him, and I'm going to praise him with all my heart, with all my strength, with all my energy. Come on, does anybody know what I'm talking about here tonight? Hallelujah. You know God's been good to you. You know God's been faithful to you. Hallelujah. Let's praise him. Praise him while we have breath. Praise him while we have strength. Praise him in the morning. Praise him at the noontime. Praise him in the midnight hour. Hallelujah. Amen. It is good to see all the families from La Palma Christian School here tonight. Let's one more time welcome all the families with us here tonight. Coming for Nacho Night. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I do, I, I want to share a word with, with you tonight. I want you to open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Everybody have your Bible tonight? Come on, you can leave home without American Express, but don't leave home without the Bible. Don't leave home without the Bible. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, we are actually going to pick up where we left off this morning. For those of you who are visiting with us, let me just give you a quick overview. We are in a series, Growing in God. And it is our desire as a church and as the body of Christ to grow every day in the Word of God, in the knowledge of God, in the grace of God. And so we are several weeks into our Growing in God study. This morning we highlighted some danger signs along the way. You see, we have a guide. We have a map that will get us from earth to eternity. It's called the Word of God. And if we will read the Word of God and apply the Word of God, it will actually show us which way to go. The Bible says that His Word is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. It lets us know where we are today, and it lets us know where we're to go tomorrow. If we will just apply the Word of God, we'll know how to live. God is so kind to us that He shows us all along the highway to heaven danger signs. There are warnings there are some negatives that we are to avoid. This is what we found out this morning. But I want to bring you some good news tonight. Not only are there negatives to avoid, there are some positives along the path that we are to pursue. Are you ready to pursue the positives and grow in God? Ephesians chapter 4. Let's start with verse number 17. This I say to you, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk or walk as the world walks in the futility or vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness. This is vulgarity. This is profanity. This is the utmost vile right here. This is what the scripture is talking about. Giving them, giving themselves over to lewdness and to work all uncleanness and greediness. 
But you have not learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and in true holiness. Therefore, verse number 25 continues, Putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor. For we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. And do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give to the one who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but only what is good and necessary for edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And verse number 32, be kind to one another tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Father, we thank you for your word. We need your word, Lord. We're expecting a change because of your word. Let it transform the way we think. Let it transform the way we live. We give you praise for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. The negatives, by the way, that we looked at this morning were do not walk as the world. Do not walk as Gentiles, as the, other, as the others walk. We're different. We're, we're new creation, new creatures. The old has passed. Behold, all things have become new. We don't talk the same. We don't walk the same. Another negative along the pathway that we are to avoid, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Don't go to bed angry. Go to bed with a clean heart and a clean conscience, a clean mind. The third negative that we saw this morning was do not steal. Don't steal from man and don't steal from God. Do not let corrupt words proceed out of your mouth. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Give me just a few minutes tonight and let me highlight some positives along the path. Some positives that we are to pursue. Some positives that I want you with all your heart to embrace tonight. I believe it will help you to grow in God. How many desire to grow in God? Let me see your hand here tonight. You want to grow? Embrace the positive things that the Word of God is illuminating to us. The first positive that I saw that I want to share with you, if you're taking notes, jot this down. They will not be on the screen for tonight. I don't have any notes for you tonight on the screen, so uh, you'll just have to jot these down. Number one, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Verse number 23, look at this. If you have your Bible, just keep that open. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Now, you'll have to actually back up to verse number 22 to understand fully what this is talking about. It tells us in verse 22 that we are to put off concerning the former conduct, the old man. Put off the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and then be renewed in the spirit of your mind. 
So, folks, we are to put off the old man. And he says, the Apostle Paul says in another epistle, Galatians, we are to throw out the works of the flesh. You may be asking yourself, what are the works of the flesh? Let me tell you what the works of the flesh are. Galatians 5, 19, 20, and 21 make it very clear to us what the works of the flesh are. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. They're obvious. They are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. In other words, the list goes on. There's more. And the like, the Apostle Paul said, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in times past, that those who practice such things and live this way will not inherit the kingdom of God. And that is the word of the Lord. Folks, we are to put off the old man and throw out the works of the flesh. How do we do this? We do this by renewing our minds. Renewing our thinking. No more stinking thinking. Come on, somebody. You have no control over what the seed of, of a thought is that's planted, but you do have control over whether that seed is allowed to actually sprout and, and take root. Thoughts will just come to our minds. It's crazy some of the things that I'll think about. And it's random, and I don't even know where it came from. Might have been the pizza with anchovies that I ate the night before, right? Caused me to think about some crazy stuff. But we need to be careful, church. Hear me tonight. Just because a thought comes does not mean it has to stay. You have the, the power and the authority to actually tell yourself what you're going to think about. Don't think that just because that thought comes, it has to stay. Take captive your thoughts. Cause them to be obedient to Christ. This is how we will renew our minds. I want you to jot down this scripture. Really powerful in, in your thinking process and in renewing your, your mind every day. It's Romans chapter 12, the first two verses, 12, 1 and 2. Listen to this. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God. This is just your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed, and here's how we do it, by the renewing of your mind that you will be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to suggest to you tonight that if in the morning, should God let you wake, you will just pray that he would help you to renew your mind. Every day, we, we submit ourselves, our bodies, and our lives, but we also submit our thinking to God. 
This is how we renew our mind. Do it every day that God gives you breath. This is a positive. It says to actually be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Embrace this. Another positive that I want to share with you tonight, I found it in verse number 24. It is to put on the new man. Put on the new man, number two. Verse number 24 says, And that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. I want you to imagine with me that tomorrow morning you're going to get up you're going to take your shower, you're going to get your coffee, you're going to have your toast or whatever you eat in the morning. And at some point, before you leave your house, hopefully, you're going to get dressed. How many are planning on getting dressed before you leave the house in the morning? The rest of you that didn't lift your hand, I'm not coming by your house. Don't even tell me where you live. We're all going to get dressed before we leave the house. It's what we do. I, I pray that tomorrow morning when you get dressed, that you're reminded of what I tell you tonight. That as you put on your clothes, your work clothes, your clothes for the day, whatever you plan on doing, that you would also pray that God would clothe you with the new man. You see, it says that it's a, it's a new man that God created. Put on, do you have your Bible open? I want you to really see this and focus on that. Verse number 24, put on that new man which was created according to God. And if God created it and he had a purpose for it, the new man that you're going to be putting on is righteous and holy. That's what the Bible says. So you have no reason to leave your, leave your house tomorrow not fully clothed with righteousness and holiness. And this will help you live your day out, righteous and holy. I put on the new man, and I threw out the works of the flesh, and I put off the old man. So strip off the old man, clothe yourself in the new man, and let's just see what God will do in our lives tomorrow. Put on the new man. Also, another positive sign along the way, we're encouraged to labor so that we can give to those in need. Labor so you can give to those in need. Now, we've, we saw the negative side of this this morning, verse number 28. Let him who stole, who used to steal, let him do that no longer. And our focus was more on the stealing part and not doing that anymore. But tonight, I want to I wanna flip the coin over. And I want to talk to you about instead of stealing from man or God, let's work. Look at your hands, everybody. Come on, just look at your hands. Do you know that God created your hands? that he's given strength to your hands, that you can actually put your hands to something and create something out of nothing. Work with your hands. Why do we work? Why do you work? To provide for your family. That's a really great reason. 
That's an awesome reason. Why do you work? Because, thank you. Gary, why do you work? You work to share. Some work to provide for their family, and that's, it's great. We should do this. Some work uh, to earn enough for retirement. They work toward retirement. Some work uh, to invest in, in real estate or invest in stocks and bonds. Some work to leave uh, an inheritance for their children. These are all great reasons. But how about this? How about if we work so that we can give to somebody that's in need? Do you know anybody that's in need? Can you think of anybody that might be in need? I would dare say they're all around you because we're a needy society, especially right now. Let's be generous. Let's work with our hands, asking God to strengthen our hands, laboring, doing our part. My dad instilled a work ethic in me, and I thank God for that, and I thank him for that. I believe in working. I believe we ought to work so that we can earn a living and we can build our retirement and we can do all these other things. But I also believe that we ought to work so that we can give to somebody who's less fortunate. Do you believe that with me tonight? And let me tell you this. When you give in the name of God, it comes back. It just comes back. Give, the Bible says, in Luke chapter 6 and verse number 38, and it will give, be given back to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom, for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Labor so that you can give to somebody in need. This will cause you to grow. We're talking about growing in God. These are a few ways that we can grow. You can't give to somebody else and not grow. You can't give to somebody in need and not be blessed. This is how we'll grow, folks. And there's just one more positive that I want to pursue. I want us to embrace tonight. So simple, but we miss it so many times. It's verse number 32. Look at that there in your Bible. And be kind to one another. Be kind to one another. Do you know how far just the smallest bit of kindness will go? It goes a long way, Tony. It does, my friend. It's good to see you and your wife here again. Just met this brother on Wednesday, he and his wife, and they came back this morning, and the Lord gave them a double portion. I heard the Lord speak a double portion to you. It's good to have you back tonight. But just a little kindness, folks. It goes a long way. And think about it. It's the kindness of God that brought us to repentance anyway. That's what the Bible says. It is your kindness that leads us to repentance. How many are thankful that God was kind enough to you to lead you to a place of repentance? Because he could have been very judgmental, right? You were guilty, I was guilty, we were caught red-handed, but he extended grace and mercy and kindness to us. 
Now imagine with me, what if it is, it is your kindness that will either lead someone to his kindness or repel somebody because of the lack of kindness in you? That's how important this is. And be kind to one another. Tenderhearted. God, I pray that you would tenderize our hearts tonight. Cause us to be tenderhearted to one another. Caring for one another. How about this? Forgiving one another. Because we all have made our fair share of mistakes. Amen? We've all needed forgiveness extended to us. And I'll say it like this. You're going to need forgiveness extended to you again. Now, come on now. So you better be quick and ready to extend it freely and often. Often. Be kind to one another. You want to grow in God? It's really not as complicated as we make it. Simple. Simple steps. Just as there are negatives to avoid, I believe there are positives that we must pursue. And as we aggressively pursue these positives, we will see a change. And hopefully, others will also see a change. If others are saying, you're a little different, hopefully they're saying, you're a lot different. You're not the same. I, I, I live so far away from my family that when I do see them, they, say, they, they see this, this change in me. I was, I was so scared. I still battle with fear and intimidation, insecurities. But I try to rest in the fact that I couldn't do this anyway, right? It's not my, it's not my ability. It's God in me and God calling me and him helping me. But my family will see a, a confidence that they didn't see before. It's all God. And hopefully I'm growing in God. I'm growing up. Hopefully people will see in you. She's a little different than she was last year. He talks differently. He used to participate when we'd get to joking and, and, and it was off color. And he didn't care. He'd join in. But he did, he's different now. This is how we grow. No magic formula. Just a Bible formula. To grow in God. I want you to bow your heads and let me pray over you tonight. Father, we thank you for this great, great time in your house. Lifted in worship. Seeing growth, really, right before our eyes with these students. It's amazing. Thank you for your word, Lord. And these nuggets of valuable information that you've dropped into our spirits today. I pray, Lord, that what has been spoken would be sealed now by your Holy Spirit. It would accomplish what you have sent it to, to accomplish. Change us, Lord. Transform us and cause us to grow in God. We also pray, Lord, that you would bless the nachos that we are about to partake of in just a few moments, Lord. Bless our time of conversation and fellowship, and we give you praise for that as well. We pray it in Jesus' name. 
And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You got anything else you want to say to everybody? Is there any instructions for uh, going through? Okay, get your wallets out. Is that what you're saying? Listen, folks, we make no bones about this. We are trying to raise some money for our school. We do it unashamedly. We will put some nachos in your belly, but we want you to help us. We want you to help sow into one of the greatest schools. It is making a difference. This school is making a difference in children's lives. I see it every day. I see the transformation. So I, I make no apology saying I want you to help us. I want you to be blessed and, and bless the school. So come on down, ushers. Teachers are going to serve. I like that. All the La Palma Christian School students. Did you get that? All right. All right. Miss Jacob, will you just offer a prayer of thanks and ask God's blessing on this offering, please, tonight? Amen. Be sure to look through your, your bulletin and find all the wonderful things that are on the horizon that are coming up. Pastor Dave has a great fundraiser on this Friday. It is a no talent talent show. So run tell that. Anyway, uh, come and spend a great Friday with the young people and let them know that we support them and believe in them. It's going to be great. Good things, good things all around. Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, let me ask you all to stand. The nachos are in the friendship room. If you are a, a guest with us tonight, uh, it is just to the left in our foyer. And we've already prayed, so let's go eat. Thanks again for coming tonight. God bless everybody. I'll see you in the other room.